guys, welcome to Cult Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love and no one else gets and see if they still hold up. Tonight, we're talking about the 1990 blockbuster Dick Tracy, a film with a whole lot of yellow and a whole lot of Warren Beatty. So let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. All right, guys, so we are here to talk about Dick Tracy. Came out in 1990, had a budget of $46 million, made $162 million, was filmed in L.A., and has a Rotten Tomatoes uh, percent of 64. Now, if you don't know what it's about, it's based on a famed detective hero who, uh, from comics. The story of Dick Tracy takes place in 1938, Chicago, where he's attempting to stop the crime boss, uh, Big Boy uh, Capri. This movie was picked by Kyle. You might be saying, who is Kyle? Well, Kyle is one of the co-hosts on here, and I'll introduce him now. Kyle Smith, how are you doing? Hey, what's up? And I would, I just thought it would go naturally that way. <laughs> <laughs> felt it, unnatural. It, it did not. It felt very unnatural. Also, the voice you just heard is Chris Willenbrecht. Hey, what's up, guys? And Michael Salustio. Hi, everybody. Uh, one other thing I want to say is uh, please subscribe to our podcast. It helps us out a bunch. Uh, please do that for us. Helps us climb the charts like Casey Kasem would say. Yes. Why would he say it? <laughs> how would he say it? Yeah. Like these kids are climbing the charts today. Right there is how he would say that's it. That's probably not at all what he sounds no, like. I don't not. remember at all what Casey Kasem We're just going to go with it for no. now yeah. on, it's though. My, that's that's great. It's my favorite impression that we've, it. we've ruined so far. <laughs> yeah. So please subscribe to our podcast. It downloads automatically on whatever listening device that you have, and it helps us out a bunch. Um, so we're talking about Dick Tracy. This was Kyle's pick. Kyle, why did you pick Dick Tracy of all the films you could pick? <laughs> of all the films out there. I've always loved Dick Tracy ever since I was a kid. Um, I always thought it was a really fun movie. Um, and I was really excited just to watch it again, one, and see what everybody here kind of thought about it and see what their impressions would be. So, Had anyone not seen this movie before? Did anyone saw it, everyone saw it as like a kid or child or a young adult as Mike would be? <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I think I was a young adult. 99? No, I was 10. Yeah. That's young adult, right? 10 is the answer. I'm old enough to read The Hunger Games at that point in time. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I think everybody here has seen it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we have all seen it. What do you, yeah. Let me ask you this question. What do you remember more? Do you remember the marketing of this film more, or do you remember the film itself more? Wow. Good question. I remember the toys. I, I remember his watch. Yeah, and that's that's probably the one thing that sits with me still is wanting that watch so badly. How bad did you want it? It <laughs> 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 was so bad. I, I see that watch so bad. I wanted so bad. I almost beat the shit out of my little uh, friend because he had one. I was jealous. <laughs> Your little so friend. Weird. Your little friend. Yeah, my little friend. <laughs> the story's was, getting weird. Yeah, this was <laughs> so like weird. two weeks ago. No, I really did want it. And he got one, and I was pissed, and I cried. And I had one. <laughs> I had one. I, I used to wear it at Grandma's house. I always did had you? that fucking thing uh, on. Yeah, I would have been really. Did you guys fight when, when it was Thanksgiving? Who? You and Chris. We never had so. Thanksgiving together, I don't what? think. What? Actually, I take that back. Thanksgiving's always been at my, my parents' house. And Christmas was always, yeah, for me. There you go. Yeah, it was always at Well, at isn't that house. special? But I don't know. Just had a little moment there. Uh, Cousins. I, I don't think I necessarily remember, like, the marketing, per se. I remember oh. these little, the gadget of the watch and, like... <laughs> 
Kyle almost fucking fell over. I remember all that stuff. And I remember, you know, um, like the commercials for all like the toys and like the outfit and all that stuff that you could buy. But the movie was really probably what I remember more. I think I remember the marketing more. I honestly think I remember the toys and the gadgets and stuff. Like did that you have more. any of the toys? Oh, yeah, I did. I had the prune face, <laughs> which looked much better. I think I had them all. Like I really do think I had them all. I had all the toys. I you know was KB, that like were those like McDonald toys or no, KB toys? No, like, that like KB toys. Like they were, were like they? like yeah, like four or five inch figures. Oh, they had like bo- they were all bow legged. Like they've been riding horses <laughs> for hours. <laughs> They're all bow legged, and they had like the cheap pop off legs. You know, like the legs that were on the ball joints. You remember yeah, yeah, those yeah, yeah, toys? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it had those yep. legs uh-huh. that would just pop, pop off. Those off all yeah. the time, and yeah. then you break it. Yeah, <laughs> that was Dick Tracy toys, and they had big hands and guns and stuff like that. They're like. When the, guns were toys, yeah, they were like <laughs> they were okay. I mean, they weren't cool because they were so bow legged. Yeah, I, I think like they repurposed them for like city slickers toys. <laughs> two years later, <laughs> would that be amazing? They even if they had, had toys. Shit, if they had city slickers. They did. They did. Everybody oh, knows cur- the curly. The curly. No way, I'm dude. just joking. I have no idea. Daniel Stern toy. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel Billy Stern toys. Yeah, insecure middle aged man. <laughs> Action figures. Nothing. Yeah, nothing sells toys like insecure middle aged men in the in the western in the desert. I just don't know if me and my wife are getting along anymore. <laughs> are we gonna get a divorce? I don't know. I'm cheating on my wife with the. <laughs> That's like his accessory. He, he just holding divorce paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he comes with a, a cow. Yeah. Okay. So maybe the marketing was important. <laughs> no. <laughs> just it definitely was. I mean, the marketing was, they did it in the style of Batman. So Batman came out in 1989, was a huge hit. Um, and it used this aggressive marketing style of basically like the action figures and, and, and toys. It was and, everywhere. And, uh, everywhere. It was in the air you breathed. Yeah. And they did the same <laughs> They did the same thing with Dick Tracy. <laughs> well, if you should, if you get a McDonald's toy, like you're you're blown up. Do dude. they really do that anymore? We, no, we, we, we talked We had about this conversation. Yeah. Did we? Did yeah. we have this conversation? We, we, fig- we figured out that it's apps now. Yeah, it's, not, it's apps. Don't worry yeah, about I think it. it was, oh. was it Josie the Pussycast? I can't remember what episode. Why would it be Josie the Pussycast? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. the it definitely thing. wasn't that one. Well, oh, it wasn't? Oh, I thought maybe because no, it was No, it was Adam's Family, because we were oh, talking yeah, about the video that's game. Right. That's right. That's you right. know what I forgot to bring up with Adam's Family? They had a cartoon, but we'll talk about we that later. About it. You know what I, I forgot to talk about? <laughs> um, they had a, they actually had an NES game for this movie. For they Tracy? did, and a Sega Genesis one. No, it was, it was called Friday the 13th. But, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, they did have a Dick Tracy one. Though. Yeah, they did, at Sega Genesis really? as well. Yeah. That's, I, yeah. like I want to find it. I want to find it. I did not the play. NES one was actually... It's not great, but it's a side scroll. I right? remember playing a lot of it, like a platformer, and like overhead, you you drove the car, yeah, and you had to like go to like different areas and like solve clues and shit like that. Car, oh, the like yeah. the taxi cab looking car. Yeah, that's like how the, the NES the was. The Sega Genesis thing. was more of like a shooter side scroller in the vein yeah. in the vein of like Terminator. Right, right. Or RoboCop kind of, and then yeah, there was the overhead driving. Chase. I don't know if this would be a video game young me would want to play. I want to check it out. It wasn't a great video game. You wouldn't be missing anything. I own I own Dick Tracy. I owed him. <laughs> I own him. He has I own that bitch. I own Dick Tracy. What are you gonna say, Chris? You're gonna say something. No, Your mouth I wasn't. was moving. I wasn't I was just wondering about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> what about the movie? Where we were going with that conversation. Just, it's just, just our opening banter where we can talk about whatever we want, Chris. You know what? With that, we're going to take a break because Chris needs... <laughs> yeah. I'm not Chris even needs, upset. Chris forgot the no. format of the show. Yeah, no. Chris <laughs> needs to realize I just, how I, this show... I, kept hearing, I am in charge. Sorry. <laughs> I said we are going on a break. I kept hearing about video games, so I, I kind of lost track of where we were with the, with the movie. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hello? 
You're breaking and entering, you know. Sorry. Sit down. Are you gonna arrest me? If I were gonna arrest you, I'd have done it by now. Then what are you up to, honey? I think Lips Manless is dead. And I want you to tell me who killed him. Or maybe you weren't on his side. Whose side are you on? Side I'm always on. Mine. No grief for lips? I'm wearing black underwear. We are back and we're talking about Dick Tracy from 1990. Had a pretty big ass budget. Um, I don't think it started that way either. No. So the only reason they agreed to do this was if it didn't go over budget. And they would, if it did go over budget, they were going to take from... Beatty's producer, directing, and something else fees. I think from his back end as well. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to take from it They're if They're going to recoup did. from that, whatever they make. And Basically, then... he did this movie for free. Basically, he did. Because yeah. they he went well over budget. $48 million. I think it was supposed to be originally $12 million or something I like that. I think it was that. 25 Wait, and no. it ended at 100 25 was it? Yeah. That yeah, sounds yeah, right. Yeah. I knew there was a two in there. Yeah. I think it was 25 and I think it ended at $100 million when it was all said and done. Wow. Wait, wait. It did a hundred million. Yeah, because hundred million was the budget. What's the forty-six million? Forty-six was just for the film, and then, uh, and then the sixty in marketing. Okay. Oh, 60 million yeah. In marketing. yeah, they never roll that into. Uh, yeah. yeah, obviously. Bob. So, and then this movie is actually pretty successful because you can figure, okay, it made sixty million, which is not that successful, but hey, you made one hundred sixty million. Hey, it's better than losing sixty. Million. And then, well, that's the thing; they made another sixty million on rentals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, th- so total one hundred and twenty mil. Yeah, one hundred and twenty mil total. Okay, so they that made did. decent money with this movie. Absolutely, it was a, it was a success. I would say. I mean, so what? He went over budget. He obviously made it back. Let me ask you this question: Would you say it's a cult film, though? I would not say it's a cult film. Why? Um, I don't know. Maybe it was just too. I I hate almost hate to say it, but it just it's too well recognized and publicized. Like at the time that it w- that it came out for it to be a cult film. I feel I I feel like it has its like. People that say, "Oh yeah, I like that movie," or you know, that was that was good back when I saw it back then. But like, I don't think I really see like a rabid cult for this. Maybe I'm missing it. No, I would agree with that. I don't think. I I mean, I don't. I picked it, but yeah, I still don't. I don't think it's a cult film. I I, I still think it could have the potential to, especially if like, like I feel like this 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 could be one of those movies where like somebody writes an article about it and it blows the fuck up again or something. Because there's enough people out there who have fond memories of the film that they could easily, you know, get back into it. But it's not, it doesn't have a, you know, yeah, it doesn't have this, like, rapid fan base, I don't think. There's a couple things that could help it, uh, I think, to, to, to achieve that. That would be um, maybe a talking gorilla. If it was more about communications. Yeah. Mm. Lasers, maybe. Yeah. And Diamond lasers. Diamond, Diamond lasers. Yeah. If it had more of that in it. Yeah. and yeah. Great gorillas. Yeah. Karen Ross. It, it definitely, it definitely had too little of Karen Ross. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't enough. No, I, I don't think it's a cold film either. And uh, you know, I don't know if if it, if it does even have a, like. I think there are fans of this film, but I don't know if there's a dedicated, even small it's fan got, base it, to this. It, film. It's got the same fan base as like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> you know? Oh wait a minute! Like you wait go, a you minute! You go back and you talk about it, and you're like, "Hey, you, see, you remember Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves?" And they're like, "Yeah, it was a pretty no. solid film." I mean, I no. mean, that, no. Brian, that Brian Adams tune was pretty. Tough. <laughs> no. It's all about Brian Adams. Not Brian, Brian Adams was pretty good. <laughs> um, no, really, I, like what? What else? I mean, like it is that type of film. I don't know a lot of people that hate this film. 
Yeah. But I also don't know anybody that raves about this film. Well, because they haven't seen it in a while. It's just a... They need to go back and rewatch it. They'll be raving all That's day. That's what I'm talking about. Not true. Now, the question <laughs> we're, we're, we're going to try to address is whether or not this film holds up. Okay. I don't know. Like, I, I cult? Like, you know, we're, we're trying to define what that even means. And, like... It's so it was it was super mainstream. Um, it's I, I would say maybe just because of the look and style of the film, it could be looked at as a cult film or maybe slightly offbeat or different. But yeah, I think so because it's so it, it's it is really like surrealist the the way the the it's shot, the way the colors are. Like it has the potential to have a following because it is a very unique film even though it was critically successful it is a very unique looking film it's a very stylized film i will say this that where i think it where it's going to miss out and where it's not going to give its audience is uh something i said the first go around well, the first go around what, what, what does that mean what does that mean when i was I telling my wife yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> just kidding was that i was uh, talking to my cat <laughs> Is the reason that I think this has a hard time finding audiences is it's technically it's pretty sound, but I feel like it is a little bit soulless. Yeah. It doesn't have there's something in the in this movie where I don't get the heart aspect of it, where it doesn't it doesn't for some reason it do, I don't gravitate towards this movie, and I think that's for a lot of people. I think a lot of people, like you say, see this movie and go, eh, yeah, hmm. and then but there's not something that that make them go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, Woo, uh, you, you, yeah, so ridiculous. Yeah. I've never heard that. You're right. <laughs> Woo! Woo, dick. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, it's just you know what I mean. Like, I was saying that earlier. Uh, I I've never heard anyone say. You gotta. See, you've never seen Dick Tracy. Well, you gotta see Dick Tracy. But I think I would have said, said that to you yeah. if we known each no, other. No, yeah, I would have done sooner. It, it, like I said, it's it's <laughs> one of those films that I feel like it was such a big blockbuster in the time that we grew up, that if we knew somebody that grew up during this time and they didn't see it, it's like, what did your parents do? But, Mike, we're also talking about is does does it still hold up? And I don't think yeah. that a younger generation is... Even, I don't even think they're going to latch on to this You film. know, honestly, I'd like to show this to somebody from a younger generation. I'd like to see what they have to say. Because they've only known the superhero films that we've seen so far, like the yeah. Avengers and you know the whole mm -hmm. Marvel thing, DC... It'd be interesting to say, hey, there was a time where like shit wasn't really that dark. Even though Avengers is not particularly dark, but like it's not very stylized. Yeah. Avengers is very like they kind of modernize it up. They try to make the characters a little bit more real than they are in the comics. I'd like to show them a film like this and be like, okay, so this is a film from a comic strip that happened in the nineteen, you know, thirties, forties. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? Like, what do you think of that? Well, because maybe they might like it. I they think might love it. Because it's put in the the nineteen thirties. Yeah. It almost feels kind of timeless or like like almost remote completely removed from, you know, mm -hmm. a newer generation or even our generation. Yeah. And because it was so big, it just it, it does feel like a fantasy world. It doesn't feel so grounded yeah, in reality. I mean, it it is in the thirties, but they've got wristwatch like communicators, which I mean, that's yeah. that's a futuristic tech right. piece of tech right there. Yeah, yeah, they de they definitely didn't have that. Yeah, so it's like it's like it, yeah, Not it's, in the, it's in the same vein as as like like um, at Batman, where it's like yeah, it's it's old times, but there's there's new tech. So yeah, I mean a little less. I feel like well, it's certainly a lot less. Yeah, this. yeah, Batman's <laughs> a weird weird. We'll get into that, but anyways, I think this is in the, it's in a weird limbo place though too. Is 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 well because it's not it's like it's so bad it's good like you gotta see Dick Tracy because it's so fucking terrible. 
You know what I mean? And it's not so good that you're like, you got to see Dick Tracy because it's so fucking good. See, but I, again, going back, I would say, tell somebody to see Dick Tracy because I thought it was good or I thought it was like interesting, you know, or 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 kind of different from what somebody would normally would that be see. From your, would that be from your nostalgia memories of it or would that be from this viewing of it? That would be from, yeah, from nostalgic reasons because I obviously like grew up watching this film. Um, but also even now, even today, you know, I feel like I feel like somebody could watch it and be entertained. Do you think that maybe sticking too much to the source material maybe hurt this movie in the time that it came out in 1990 a little bit? I mean, not critically, obviously it did pretty well. I mean, it won some awards and stuff like that. But I mean, as far as if you look at the other movies like that came out around the same time that maybe not as big as this movie have more of a legacy. I feel like this goes along it went along with a trend that was going on at this time which was like the 90s were like this big thing where like all the, the like all the 1930s the 1930s style was really big. Like we had Who Framed Roger Rabbit, we had The Rocketeer, we had like the Batman films. Mm-hmm. Like that was going on for a while. Even Darkman to some extent like he's wa- running around in like a top coat or like a I'm not a top coat but a uh, a trench coat. And like <laughs> a like a fedora, even he has a really weird kind of like '30s feel. Well, he to has it. he's burned all over his body. Yeah, yeah, just like everybody, he's in, all just over like everybody in the '30s were. <laughs> <laughs> the Great Depression. It was really bad for everybody. Yeah, a lot of fire. But no, to Shadow, <laughs> Phantom. Yeah, like these are all films in the '90s. There was a real like, and it all really starts with like uh, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit. Who did it? I don't know. <laughs> no one knows. No one. Kno- well, actually, it was Christopher Lloyd. But, <laughs> but no, that was a film that I feel like was so popular and that, that whole style came out mm. that it just kind of continued for a while. Yeah. And then it just kind of died out a little bit. Like, things got real dark in, in like, the, mid, the mid-90s. Well, even though, even though at this time, like, Darkman's 1990, and here's a movie that's a, a, at a lower budget and definitely a darker film, and I think the legacy of Darkman is probably more prominent now than Dick Tracy, especially in the cult yeah, world. Yeah, but, but that wasn't that, that, wasn't that movie more critically panned when it came out, though? No, that was that was pretty critically acclaimed. I think the first Darkman is. Yeah, I think what killed that series is the, the, sequels. the sequels that came out after it. But okay. it was still a Sam Raimi film, and people were still into Evil Dead any more than I guess they were nowadays. But I mean, the, like, that's what I'm saying. Like the, the stylized, like because here again. The 90s is is where we kind of take this cultural shift also from the 80s, which mm-hmm. we're a little more happier. And then we're getting into not so much grunge rock yet, but we're getting into grunge rock. We are getting into gangster rap. We are getting into like the harder side. And then you kind of have Dick Tracy there, which is a little more on the brighter side, I would say, in cartoony. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe maybe it's like maybe it's like a, just a way for them to kind of harken back to like the golden days of cinema. I don't think though, like even though this was a success, I'm just saying like why, in my opinion, it, it hasn't lived on or is not yeah. living on as well. Because I think it, like I like I said, I think it falls in the middle of those films. Yeah, it's 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 not as it's better than like a Shadow or the Phantom. Yeah, well, easily. Come on, hold or, right. or Steel, Billy Zane, <laughs> well, Steel, Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. Billy Zane, right. Alec Baldwin, please. Yeah. But Warren Beatty who? It's not as good as the Batman <laughs> films. No. Not quite as good as the Batman well, films. And the early Batman films. Yeah, they are the, yeah, the, the Tim, Tim Burton, Burton ones. Yeah. Let's say that. Um and it's not quite as good as like I mean, I don't know, the Rocketeer, what is it? Like who talks about the Rocketeer anymore? Oh, a lot of people. Yeah, oh, Rocketeer's really? fucking awesome. There, there's the Rock- a sequel yeah. coming out. You think Rocket, really? Rocketeer, yeah, they're making a sequel. Rocketeer, Holy shit. Rocketeer is more. There's Rocketeer action figures. You can go to the Toys R Us and get right a, now. Yes. I can go get a Rocketeer yeah. action yep. figure. Yes, yes. Wow. Yes. I had no they idea. They made an NES game. 
that? Did you know? Yeah. I, I played it. Friday the 13th. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> fell for it again. <laughs> fell for it again. <laughs> I'm just glad I can hear you this time. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? We've been able to hear him the whole time. Yeah, I don't know what you're does, does Dick Tracy have, does it suffer from the too many villains syndrome of that we've seen now in movies more than I think than in the 90s? The early, oh, that's definitely like the early. You know what's weird? Going back to Sam Raimi, definitely like that Spider-Man. Spider-Man Three had that problem. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you, you actually that that's a. You brought up a good point that I think is going to work against you. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to prove my point <laughs> because comic book movies now they definitely suffer from too many villains because the villains aren't characters. They're they're pretty flat and they're pretty boring. Whereas this one, every villain like had a fucking look and had a personality. They had a unique characterizations for each of them that were mapped out and acted accordingly. So I don't think it suffered from uh, too many characters. I just, um, what? Why <laughs> are you pointing let, at let me? me? Let me ask you this then. You, Do you think you it hurt me? Warren Beatty and his portrayal of Dick Tracy? Because here you go, you have more side characters, in my opinion, who are more entertaining just by their look and their characters because their characters are such oddballs than Dick straight straight character Dick Tracy who's no I don't think it hurt nah. him I do yeah. I do I think you're and, wrong. and I don't think it suffers from the the multiple uh, villain thing because the villains are actually working against themselves yeah a lot more than Dick Tracy is working against them like Dick Tracy never goes against Lips Manalus no like it's just he dies real quick and they and they show it even with with the with the uh, poker scene. Yeah, like those guys die before Dick Tracy even shows up on the screen. Yeah, well, Dick Tracy just seems to be pretty much obsessed with Big Boy. I mean, like, well, big, because Big Boy's the one guy making the big move. Well, he likes Andre well, three thousand. On, what? What? Andre three thousand. <laughs> big Big Boy. Oh God! I was like, oh jeez! I didn't go. Oh, yuck! 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, big boy. Go ahead. I don't, but I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think that Dick Tracy's character was lessened because there were so many villains. I, I think the villains were great. I think well, I that, think the villains overshadow. No. I don't think so. I don't think you get enough of them. I mean, like you, you're jumping around from t- from different villain to different villain, and like Big Boy's the one that kind of ties them all together. But like you're mostly with Dick Tracy, like most and of that, the time, but, and he's still, in my opinion, he's still overshadowed by side characters. I don't think so because because the characters uh, create a really great like uh, contrast because it his his like his belief in the system and his belief in law and and being right and being true is even more glaringly obvious when it's put against these really wacky weird characters. His his character shines, I think, more, and it helps to it helps to like make him more believable he's set apart immediately because everybody looks like a bunch of goons and he looks like a like normal a, person. a handsome detective you yeah know? Like, is the only person besides the women that look normal in this movie <clears throat> yep what is how much does that go into warren Beatty's ego like get over yourself warren <laughs> you gotta ugly everybody else up just to feel better about yourself in no this, this movie. is taken from exactly from the this is from the comic sure, no yeah. tell yourself that that's what that's why you no, it's do exactly, it so bad stylistically exactly from the comic <laughs> he said what movie's gonna make me feel the prettiest <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna do dick tracy <laughs> that's the one I want. i'll play him myself because who's prettier than me and you know who, you know you know who's gonna who's gonna want me the whole movie madonna yeah yeah the biggest pop icon works out works out for him. Does. In real life, too. he dated her in real life. He yeah. did. He really did. Do you think, with all the makeup uh, effects being applied to the villains, because we said each one of them has a unique uh, look, not only that, a literal name to go with their unique look. Yeah. Do you think that that kind of oversaturated uh, the screen a little bit? No, as I, far thought, as, I, th- I thought it made it more interesting. Yeah. Made these characters made made these characters more into characters. You know, I got confused. 
honestly, because it's like there's a lot of them. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot. I'm like, big face, thumbs, eighty eight keys, uh, slap nuts. What is this? <laughs> Great, <laughs> Great sneaky, sneaky Pete. I love slap nuts. <laughs> sneaky Pete, <laughs> the best sneaky one. Sneaky Pete. <laughs> sneaky Pete. <laughs> sneaky Pete. Sneaky Pete. Uh, <laughs> There's just there's so think, many. I mean, I don't think there was. T- I, I, there was there's a, a lot. There's a lot of them, but they don't they don't all get the same screen time. It's flat top. It's itchy. Yeah, itchy. Uh, yeah, itchy. It's flat top and itchy are the most prominent. Flat too. top's makeup I enjoy. Uh, prune faces is it looks like dog poop. I think it's scary. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty terrible. Well, I remember then, being like a little unnerved yeah. by him. And then there's all <laughs> these like kid. other sub characters who have these weird like squarey. Looking faces. They all have like a weird face. All the all the all yeah. the mob and all the bad guys look no, even, like bad guys. But even <laughs> so, no, even some of the cops, not his partners, but like some of the cops yeah. have like over exaggerated noses or ears or yeah. And they were always like, "What's up, listens? Yeah. <laughs> What's that smells? <laughs> that was the names. Yeah, there was uh, they, that that was the only thing that bothered me about the movie was like how literal they were, like with the names for. The names representing the some kind of facial some kind of facial thing about the person. Those guys did exist in in the comic. They you did. Can't they did change it. Like we're gonna call him Ant Man because he's small. Like yeah, we're gonna call him Ant Man because he's fucking small. Do you think that Warren Beatty as uh, just his look as as a, as a person, not the character that he played? <laughs> do you think that you're Warren? Being, you're being very specific. I, about I feel like I need to be. <laughs> Does Warren Beatty fit? The character of a hero. Does he look like a hero? Yeah, to you? He lo- he's he de- he's definitely a Dick Tracy. He's definitely a dick. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like your everyman cop who's just a little handsomer. A little yeah. handsomer? Yeah, it's a lot handsomer. He's, yeah, like, he's a lot handsomer. He's like he's in a, like in a world full of like like scumbags, malformed, <laughs> yeah. in a world full of flat tops a, and prunes. A dude that's like a human bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing all right. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, he's he's too pretty for me. No, nah, I think he makes it. He makes it work. I think he's cool. He is Dick Tracy. I think he's fucking cool. I don't think he. I see. I don't, I think he, he him with him with a fucking Tommy gun. Badass. No man. I Bad just don't feel that way. Ass. That that like that yellow trench coat with a fucking Tommy gun just swaying in the wind. Just I know. Yeah. And every time awesome. I every time I see it, I just see like high school theater kid playing the, that role. Like the complete. I don't know why. It just sticks out to me that this is just. It feels like a. I don't know. Like a play. I wouldn't agree with that. Yeah. It might, must have just been the sets that it made you think set, of, and the, the lighting. Sets, the sets looked more like something you would well, see no, on stage just, production. Like, I don't like it. I don't like, like a high school's production of Hamlet. That's what the place. <laughs> like, the I don't sets like, uh, like Warren Beatty's acting in this. I wish it was Ned. No, you don't. I <laughs> <laughs> don't wish it was Ned. Ned, oh, Ned would have played a, a better dick. No one ever wishes it's Ned. <laughs> no, that's true. Ned's not as attractive. But Ned was in a bigger comic book movie, anyways. Same year. Warren Beatty's smooth. I mean, what did you say? Ned was in a bigger comic book movie the same year. Oh, yeah. Captain America. What? (laughs) What 1990? I think you're going to say Superman, but okay. Yeah, sure. Captain America 1990. Let's go with that one. Same year. They came out the same year. (laughs) Ned was doing Superman. uh, No, Ned was doing Captain America. Oh, Captain America, yeah. 1990. We reviewed it. Check it out at (laughs) www.cultfilminterview.com. He's like a wet noodle. He's like. I just, I'm not impressed with Warren Beatty in this film. Oh, I totally am. He could have yeah. lifted one weight. Dude, why? He didn't need to. He's a cop. Cops <laughs> aren't ripped. Not every cop is the rock. I'm sorry. He have, can run his ass I off. Say, have yeah. you not seen Arnold Schwarzenegger in any movie he's played a cop? <laughs> Kindergarten cop? Yeah. Kindergarten cop? And, yeah, and that's the most realistic portrayal of a cop I've ever seen. <laughs> And this movie's not supposed to be realistic. It's supposed to be a cartoon. 
Exactly. Which is why Which it is makes why so much more sense. 30 pounds? He, it makes so much more sense for him to be like the straight well, character in a world of fucking thing. weirdos. He's not, he's not like a shrimp. He's got small, tiny he, arms. He's you the can see swift, them in his big smooth shirt. detective. Yeah. You know, they wanted he's to Joe get that. Joe fucking cool. I don't find him as Joe cool. I don't, he doesn't have the sense, like, he doesn't have machismo. He doesn't have. Every time he comes around he the room, the, all the other cops are like, oh, Dick Tracy. Thank yeah, God you're here. Yeah, because they're acting. I'm saying, like, he, to me, <laughs> War, Warren Beatty, to me, does not have the it factor as far as an actor. I goes. don't know who, who yeah, could you imagine. Yeah, he definitely didn't have any, any lasting ability in Hollywood for Christ's sake. Well, things. no, I mean, he's, I'm not saying <laughs> he's not, Christ. I'm not saying he's not talented behind the camera. How tall would you think he is? That's like 6'4". Six, 6'4"? Four. Six, four? <laughs> and he's a shrimp? Jeez, he's 6'2". You're off. <laughs> no, how much do you weigh? How many kilograms? I don't think. <laughs> Why do we have? <laughs> I don't think. I don't think. I hey, answer me this. Wait. Answer me this. Does it? Does it tell Check you? Check Wikipedia. That will have his. Does weight. it tell you much? How much he benches? How much does he bench? Yeah, how much yeah, does he press, here. bro. He yeah. actually won the 1992 <laughs> bench pressing weightlifting contest. championship. Yeah. Yeah. At the seniors' home. <laughs> he was 50 when he did. I'll this. say that the man is looks flawless skinned. He's for like 50, 50, yeah, he's 51. 51 this time. Yeah. And this movie, he looks fantastic. He does not like. He age. looks like he's 40. He just turned 40. That's like, how he looks. He looks like he was 40 for like ever. He's one of those actors <laughs> who's always looked 40, but yeah. good 40. Always yeah. been 40. Yeah. <laughs> like a healthy 40. <laughs> like an early, early yeah, 40. Yeah. Like not, not, not eat a lot of fast food, gonna die 40, you know? Like I work out, take care of myself, and have a nice car 40. Yeah. His mortgage is paid up. Yeah. He's not a- like. <laughs> <laughs> he pay, he's not paying like, his bills. Not like I have my windows taped with duct tape 40. You know, not that 40. No, he's old school 40. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about Dick Tracy right after this. Prune you tossed a firebomb in my car one night. Give me a lot of trouble, but I forgive you. Mocha, you put three slugs into me, but I lived. I forgive you too. I owe everybody at this table a little something, but I forgive all of you. Why? Because I put the past in the past. However, a boss who cannot see the future becomes a liability to everyone concerned. What are you, a fortune teller? What do you mean, the future? All right, guys, we're back, and we are talking about the 1990 blockbuster film Dick Tracy. Dick? Dick Tracy. Tracy. There's a lot of dick jokes in this movie, huh? Yeah. There's one. There's one. Well, I don't think there's one. Can I call you Dick Dick? Yeah, that's uh, it. That's the only one. I think there's some 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 ways that Madonna uses. The oh, Madonna says some to, filthy stuff. Yeah, in that's this what movie. I'm saying. Like, I think they're utilizing that name. Uh, you know what? Uh, how about that Al Pacino? I don't think we gave him enough props. Right we now. should though. And we should oh, give yeah. him a lot. He's, a, lot he's more. a great villain in this. He's probably the saving grace for me in this movie, uh, as far as like acting goes. Even though it's just Al Pacino playing. Uh, people's impression of Al Pacino. Yeah, he, he, he pretty much <laughs> pretty is. Much, he like, pretty much is. Yeah, is what he's playing, but it's fantastic and funny. Oh, it's great. Yeah, he he's such a he's such a memorable villain, and he's just so over the top. And probably one of my favorite scenes with him is like when when he's like going through the dance number with the girl. Oh my it's god, so yeah. ridiculous. That's what I was. I was. I feel bad for Madonna because she was getting the shit slapped out of her by him, and I feel yeah. like he was like. I, I imagine he didn't tell her what well, he was he's very going me- to do. He's method in this role. Because her tell. reactions looked like legit. Like she was like legitimately like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Why does he keep hitting me? You know? Yeah. So. Al Pacino on set said he would only eat walnuts. That's how method. Really? He, he went yeah. that method? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he only ate walnuts for three <laughs> weeks straight. 
Wow. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's why you got that hunchback. That's not <laughs> yeah, actually prosthetic. That happens. That's pretty that, intense. To eat too much walnut. That's, to a, get wal- a, hunchback. that's a walnut hunch. <laughs> so that's, that's what happened to that guy in Notre Dame. Got one growing out of his back. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, right? That's exactly what happened. He was on an all walnut diet. <laughs> that's why you don't do that. That's all he did. That's why I won't do that paleontology. He look, you, know <laughs> he, you know what he kind of looks like? He kind of looks like, like John Waters. <laughs> I think he looks like Sean. I think, I think he looks like Sean Penn. Like, he's like a cross between Sean Penn. I didn't and see John the Sean Waters. Penn. What scene? <laughs> All of it. Just he looks like Sean, Sean Penn, Mystic River with a freaking mustache, paper thin mustache. <laughs> yeah. on. So it's just the mustache. So huh? weathered Penn. Yeah, not a young Sean Penn. We're not talking young Sean. <laughs> a beaten Sean. A, be- Penn. a beaten down. Penn. We're talking that life of Walter Mitty. <laughs> he even he even played the role kind of like Sean Penn. Uh, he played the role like Al Pacino. Yeah, Maybe, yeah I think totally. Sean Be- Penn is copying Al Pacino. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, it is. He played the role like Kevin Spacey imitates him in the role. Do you think the Penguin was at all inspired by this? Maybe. What's that? The pe- I was, the do, penguin. you know what? I was, I was thinking when I was watching this. He looks exactly like the penguin from the original Adams West Batman. That's what he looks like. This movie is very much Adam West Batman. This whole movie is. That's it. Gives you that feel of corniness. It has does. Um, has Warren Beatty ever done voiceover for any Batman? Probably not. I think he would be a great choice because I hear it in his voice. He definitely had a Batman voice in it. <laughs> hey, I'm a detective. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't that manly. Was, oh, my God. It wasn't. What do you it mean? Was not, it was keep, not that You keep shooting manly. down Beatty for his manliness. But, I have to call know. spade a spade. Yeah, Beatty's no baby, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, he really is. I, I mean, he's a man. He's a man. I think of Warren Beatty as more of an old lady sex symbol than I think of as a man's <laughs> man. An old lady sex symbol? Yeah, like for old ladies. Like old ladies, <laughs> like that Warren Beatty. He's I would, 51. I would double click my mouse to that she Warren Beatty. She probably would be, but you know what? Like that's going to be like your wife when your child grows up. She'll be in the Warren be Beatty? Like, <laughs> like Leonardo DiCaprio and your son's going to be like, what, that old dude that's in those oh, films? Oh, no, exactly. No, I don't <laughs> disagree with that, but that doesn't mean like that. That's exactly I thought what. You, I thought you said his wife's going to become Warren a- Beatty. <laughs> <laughs> Wife. She, Warren Beatty. Yeah, when she gets older, she's gonna look more and more like For Warren record, Beatty. Cody's wife doesn't look anything like Warren Beatty. <laughs> Can I call her Beatty Face? Will that Beatty work? Face. Like this Beatty movie? Face. Would it be as Can you just as make sure that I'm around when you do that? <laughs> I'm, what I'm trying to do is tell you that that he does do a voice hmm. uh, for Dick Tracy, but it's like this. It's a weird whisper. <clears throat> it's like yeah. almost like it's it's the quiet cool. Come he on, did, dude. You know, it, he almost did like. It, who took it too far was uh, what's his name when he did Batman? Uh, yeah, Bale. Bale. Yeah, Bale. Yeah. It was like what Bale should have been. Yeah, it was. A, it was a subtle, like, like little, yeah. little, little grungeol crackle to his yeah. voice. I just made a word up. Grungeol. Yeah. Grungeol. I've never heard grungeol. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Lord of the Rings character? Yeah, that's yeah. how my underwear. That's how my <laughs> underwear <laughs> gets if I wear it for too long. My dwarves gets fucking grungeol. Oh, grungeol. Yeah, my underwear gets real grungeol. <laughs> it yeah. sounds like a troll. I think that, I think that's the villain in Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> grungel. We gotta get down the upside down and kill the grungel. <laughs> Did you say you gotta get to the underside of the grungel? <laughs> All right, so I want to talk about some technical aspects of this movie. First, let's start off with the music. Great. Fantastic. Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. What are you gonna go wrong? Danny Elfman. Can't go wrong. I, I felt like I was watching Batman. <laughs> yeah. Does the guy does he does he make bad music though? Does he I feel it? like Danny Elfman was kinda like 
Like, this is the song I was going to use for Batman, but we went with this other one because that was better. <laughs> I think he made it's it too... It's just like the B-sides. Yeah. I think, I, think he, I think he made it too energetic for a lethargic Beatty. What? I don't know. Dude, what are you yeah. talking You're about? so hard yeah. on Beatty. Warren no. Beatty did a fantastic job yeah. as Dick Tracy. I th- no, and the movie itself. The pacing is too slow for that powerful That's not music. his fault. Gets y'all pumped. Actually, he directed it, it and he directed it. it. He did. He, <laughs> he did direct it. And starred in it. Did he edit it? He should have. Me. <laughs> <laughs> so I could blame him too. But I think that. he did good on all his music roles. Music is the, the score is like, fantastic. The, the direction is great. Honestly, I, I like, think that, it's yeah, it's yeah. on point. He t- he took a lot of big risks by by only using seven colors for the palette by keeping the keeping the camera completely fucking static in shots to create a better a better to basically make a comic panel on screen and have all the action exist within. Like these are like. These are mm-hmm. expensive, bold moves, but I think it paid off. Well, but, but, but see, what's a movie though? What? What's what? a movie? Don't say it's a motion picture. It's a goddamn motion picture. Yeah, but you know what? There were it, motion in the. Yeah, there, there was, was motion. motions in the picture no, though. I a car blew up. I'm saying that it gave it the a thing that I will say that I think maybe it makes it feel soulless for me is that it does feel stale. It, 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 the the color palette limiting and stuff. It's it's hard to be creative when you're so limited. I don't think so. I think, yeah, wait. What are you talking about? I disagree. I feel the like film I feel is like highly stylized to say that it has no style because you know, of it, that. I'm saying it does have style, but it, it it's it's sterile. Does that make sense? No. Yeah, I don't agree. It, I don't no. feel the life behind it. It's not fast paced enough for you. It's, I don't. I, I honestly feel just, the life I think, behind I, the I art. I honestly of it. think the only problem with I that, see the art that, of it. What that you have in this film is the pacing. I feel like if it was if it was nah, cut cut a little better, if it was cut a little faster. That's not the only problem. I don't like Warren Beatty in the film. I don't like him as the, as the character. Um, I don't. There's. I have a lot of problems with it. I, the script is. It, I don't know. It's not my favorite. Um, it, the weird thing I find weird is is they throw you that I actually kind of like about this movie too is that you're just supposed to assume you know Dick Tracy. There's really no origin story. There's no origin story given for I Dick Tracy. I don't know that Dick movie. Tracy had an origin story to begin with. Did he? He's a detective. That's all I got. Yeah, I think that like in that comic strip, I don't think they really do. Go out I, of their yeah, way. I don't know. I he mean, wasn't bitten by a radio. I don't know, but that's but that's what's different. Detective. That's what's detective. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what's different about this too is that he wasn't bitten by a radioactive detective. Like he doesn't really have an, uh, an origin story. It just throws you into this world of yeah. Like, but do you need more backstory? You fantasy. know what he is. Well, it's a fantasy world, so it's I don't know. It's just kind of weird. I no. think I think his pre stories is that he used to have a little chimpanzee well, named George. Know. Well, you used to run around <laughs> well, with there's George. So much, there's so much backstory between. <laughs> and then he got a smaller hat, and then he became Dick Tracy. <laughs> there's so much backstory between him and uh, uh, what's her name, uh, Tess. Tess, yeah. There's a lot of backstory between him and Tess that you 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 get hints of yeah, throughout the yeah. movie. So there's 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 origin there. You kind of just are thrown into their relationship and expected to know that like he has a commitment fear through his how, little brief dialogues that he gives. How, how did you not get that from the film? No, I'm saying you're supposed to get it. For, you, you're you, saying you're supposed to, so you're insinuating that you didn't get it. You're getting small. I'm saying you can get better than they give it. I don't know. I think they, did, I think I think they, they did gave a, quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. That, if there's any... But there's no origin to it. You're just supposed to... No, but if there's any relationship... To know that, oh, that's... Oh, okay, they obviously are going through this hard time, and they've been going through this for a while. Because at the end of it, it's like... Oh, they finally got together. Well, how do you know they finally got? This could have been going on for five minutes before the fucking movie started. You don't know. <laughs> there ain't no background to it. Yeah, but the way the characters act and the way that the way that they're back and forth is, is implies that it's something that she's like 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. He's not he's not a committal type. Yeah, and yeah. What do you yeah. do when you assume Kyle? She doesn't mind living alone. She says that a bunch. Well, yeah. she does mind living alone. Yeah, she's speaking in like weird. Well, she yeah. wants him to. She wants him to commit to her because you know. They but all... she knows she can't force him to. No, she's, she's my she's like... she's my favorite character in the movie. I don't want to knock any like she's my favorite character in the whole movie. Yeah, I thought she was I, I the most genuine, their genuine played movie character in this film. Their relationship is the only relationship movie character played in this film. That's right, Kyle. <laughs> Thank you. No, their relationship is is the one I feel like the one strong point um, in this because I don't I don't. By the one negative I have to say about this film is I don't buy Breathless's relationship <clears throat> with Dick Tracy. I don't understand what her motivation is, why she would Just risk her entire him. master plan. No, she's definitely not using him because she literally she's definitely she literally sacrifices her entire master plan because she's into some guy that literally walked into the club one day. I'm with I Mike. I think that I think that there is was something about Breathless, like something about Tracy that she really, really wanted. Like, yeah, but, but we didn't ever get really, explained to yeah. why, like, why him. Of but all I of also them. feel like there's backstory to that that we're not getting because I felt like their characters had met previously. No, before no. This. I did. I definitely did not no. get that. No, not at all. <laughs> he walked into the room and she's like, "Holy shit!" And then that's it. That's the one thing you get. Yeah, but he's stalking her ass too. I mean, yeah. like he, you know, he, he knew he, he, knew who she he is. hangs her out the club when everybody leaves, and then he sneaks back how into do, the room. That's not true because how are you like pissing off the mob all this time, even before this happened? He's a good cop. We know he's pissing off the mob, and not know who Breathless is because she's obviously part of it. So he's a terrible detective. He's a terrible detective. He wasn't focusing on, on lips. He, he's always been focusing on big. We, everyone focuses on lips. <laughs> he's been focusing on big boy. He, like it seems like that's somebody he's been chasing his whole career. Lips is just another, another mob person that he doesn't really need to. Lips is Two Face, and uh... so from Dick to Lips, <laughs> <laughs> who would you say is a better character? Dick to Lips, the <laughs> podcast will review Dick Tracy every week. <laughs> lips is gross, dude. I'm eating that oysters. I'm right there with, I'm right there with Madonna. Like yeah. I can't watch you fucking eat, bro. Stop. Yeah. It's really makes good. me sick. <laughs> yeah. Did, well, oh yeah, didn't used to make you sick. <laughs> when did that ever turn her on? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Yeah. She was looking for a job. Yeah. When was that? When was that sexy for anyone? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Ooh, I just got chills thinking about it. <laughs> no, thank you, lips. <laughs> Rapist. <laughs> That's why the makeup's great in this movie because it does kind of gross you out a little bit. Like, and it makes them all look even more evil. Yeah, menacing. I, I don't know. I agree. Little face wasn't that menacing looking. He was fucking crazy it's looking. As fuck. dude. That was the scariest he, guy. He looked like an egg with a face on it. <laughs> he's basically air from. He's basically that that flying eyeball from uh, from uh, Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinda. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Does yeah. he have a name? I don't know. I don't know what they call the flying eyeball thingy. Flying eyeball mouth hey, thingy. Does anyone have any favorite quotes from this movie? I just want to see how memorable the lines were. I just had one. Uh, the line where they're sitting at the diner, the little kid takes the money off the table, and Tess says, "Would you like a broken arm?" Like so nonchalant, and the, yeah. the power that it has over the kid to throw the money back on the table. I was it's like, a "Great scene, cool, yeah. cool." So I don't like, and then he's, then he's like, "I don't like dames." He's got that maternal instinct. I think he's better at directing other actors than he is directing himself. 
My God, every every chance he gets. <laughs> if, you, if you can take a stab, <laughs> every chance. I'm just, no, I'm saying, I'm just saying. We're gonna be reviewing five movies from now. He's gonna bring up that's Warren a, Beatty that's for a some reason. How is that not a plus? He's a good director. I don't. He's a good director. I he's think... a, that was a backhanded compliment. He's such a great director when it's not himself. Yeah, when it's not himself. <laughs> that's that's oh, he's man. fantastic when it's not him directing him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good, good. That's nice. That's good. What? I love the Warren Beatty. He's fantastic in the Warren Beatty, and uh, uh, he's great in that movie. <laughs> Let's just go through how many Warren Beatty movies have we seen? Let's figure that out real Dick quick. Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy. You know what, dude? Honestly, Bull when Warren. I think of Warren Beatty, I think Dick Tracy. That's it. Like that's how, that's how good seen he Bullworth. is. No, that's how good he is in this role. Is that he completely and totally owned this character? I see. I think more people would say Bullworth. No, 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 because no. Me, because honestly, <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde. I, until you brought it up, I didn't know he was in Bullworth. <laughs> Bullworth was a big film. Yeah, that was, was a, a later bit. film. This is like yeah. from ch- childhood. Yeah. So we're like, talking but about. But it was because of that song with Maya in it and yeah. Roswell and shit. <laughs> you could say that this movie was huge because of the songs that Madonna did. Then. No, I don't remember uh, any of these. None of these, were big, none, of these yeah. none of these songs like had a life of their own outside the film. Yeah. Right. she used some of them in her tours to promote the film, but that's yeah. it. I want them dead, both of them. I want this no face dead, and I want Tracy dead. What's the matter? You bums forgot how to kill people? Doesn't your work mean anything to you anymore? Have you no sense of pride in what you do? No sense of duty? No sense of destiny? I'm looking for generals! What do I got? Foot soldiers! I want this Tracy dead! All right, guys, so let's go ahead and rate this Mammer Jammer. What are we going to rate it? We are rating it walnuts. Mm. Walnuts. Let's start with Chris's walnuts. Mm. Chris, how many walnuts are you gonna slap all over this film? Well, um, <laughs> I watched this movie about a month ago just for fun. Yeah. Uh, just to revisit it and make sure it, uh, <laughs> make sure I still liked it. Yeah. I don't know why I keep checking you in, gotta on check it. in on it. I you do. Know? I do. You know, every now and again, I'm like, okay, I just got to make sure it's still good. Anyway, going back and watching it again, I wasn't disappointed. I love this film, actually. I love the style. I think Warren Beatty's a great Dick Tracy. In fact, he'll probably be the only Dick Tracy in my life that I ever give a shit about. Um, and when I was a kid, I was like totally taken by definitely all the marketing stuff and uh, and wanting to see this film and like loving the villains. So. I'm gonna actually give this a four and a half. Ooh, I'm gonna give it a four wow. and a half. Wow! I know that's like shocking. too high. Hey, if I, I haven't yelled in a long time about being too I, high. I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I I know some of it stems from nostal nostalgia. That word comes up a lot on this show, but it it does. Um, but also the fact that li- I literally watched it a month ago and watched it again this time and. L- Liked it just the same, if not even a little more, going into like a conversation about it like this. So, so yeah, four and a half, and and I'll probably like I can't wait to show like my kids this. Film. Four and a half. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll go to Mike next. Mike, four beat four and a half. I can't beat four and a half. I I would definitely go three and a half. Um, thank you for being realistic. I appreciate it, your honesty. It it's uh of the generation of these type of comic book films that come out at this time. Um. It's kind of average. It's better than like The Shadow. It's better than The Phantom. It's better than The Rocketeer, probably. Um, it's not quite as good as Batman. Um, but I have to give it an extra half a point over average just simply because like the stylistic choice that he made in this. I really actually do think now watching this film again, it really does hold up. 
Like it's still it's still a pretty solid film even to this day because they lo fied it because they made it like only seven colors because they work with scrims and stuff like that. That stuff is timeless. People are always going to remember that type of that type of uh, those type of visuals. So yeah, three and a half for me. Three and a half walnuts. I will go next. I will give it two and a half walnuts uh, right down the middle. I think technically it's uh, sound is all get out, but I don't think it has any heart to the film. Uh, I don't. I, I just there's it's sterile, cold, and not enjoyable <laughs> to me. I don't like it. Wrong. I thought for <laughs> sure you were going down to like in the one range. No, it, no. Technically, it's it's fucking dude. What, what can I knock technically on it? Honestly, everything you did during the episode. What did I knock it on? Uh, the choice of color, the the, the way it was shot, the way the characterizations of the actor. Maybe the first time around. <laughs> <laughs> No, he learned his lesson. No, the, the, we have, no, we the, officially the, that's his where mind. no, that's where it comes. No, that's where we come. Where it comes sterile is in the acting. The acting sucks. I'm sorry, it's fucking flat as all get out. Warren Beatty, Warren Beatty is flat as fuck. Madonna's flat as fuck. <laughs> Everybody's flat as fuck in this movie. It's it's a flat ass movie. It's not it's not exciting. I didn't get excited once. I never felt any peril for the characters. Uh, is the set design great? Yep. Is it highlighted at all? No. Um, is the colors uh, fun? No. Um, is it cool that they use seven colors? Yes. But I mean, like, sounds like a one, dude. Yeah. That just sounds like a fucking one right there. <laughs> it's a te- no, but at 2.5 down the middle, it's you know, not, Hey, cause it, I'll give it its points on te- like technical, like it was shot beautifully. Like I can't knock it for a shot. The lighting yeah. is done very well. Yeah. The colors, even though it's seven of them is done very well. The set design is done very well. It's everything else I have a problem with. I don't enjoy the story. I don't think it's exciting. I think there's too many characters, too many villains. It's, you know, it's a 2.5. People will enjoy this movie, but there will also be people like me who are just like, why? Sure. Sure about that. <laughs> Next up is Kyle. Uh, well, I'm going to give it a four and uh, say the complete opposite of everything that Cody just said. Uh, this movie is fun. This movie has always been a movie that I've loved since I was a kid. I think the over-the-top characters, all the bad guys with their all unique looks and, and things is great. I think it's a little funny that how literal their names are in the movie. But you know what? That adds to its charm. The matte paintings, the stage design, the sets, they're gorgeous. Um, the, the choice of color, if I had to knock it for anything, would be like maybe they didn't quite utilize the, the primary colors like they could have. Like they could have utilized red a lot more to kind of show dread or show that, you know, pull more emotion out of the audience itself. But I think it's a great film. I think all the actors are totally on point. Um, and I, I, I'm going to look forward to continuing to watch this movie as I get older, and I hope younger generations discover it. So four, four walnuts. All right, guys, uh, that is our show for this week. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, if you did, please leave us a review. We'd appreciate that on iTunes if you could. I'd like to shout out some people who did leave us, like Rushmore309. Appreciate that, Rushmore. You're the best. Uh, don't forget about uh, Mr. Mike187. Don't forget about him. Uh, he left us, I think, a three-star, but was honest, and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate his honesty. He's, that's that's cool. Uh, fish Fishbuckera. Uh, dude, I believe, I believe it's, it's just letters. Fizzbdodbeji. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I got. But thank you <laughs> for leaving us a review. We really appreciate that. Andrea, the sales rep, you keep on selling, girl. <laughs> you keep on selling whatever you're selling and the show. We appreciate you. I appreciate <laughs> Great that. Name. J plus five, you have been with us for a while now. Uh, appreciate you leaving us a comment. Uh, and then I Thor 13. 
Uh, thank you. Leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us out a lot. And we'll give you a shout out uh, when we can, when we see it. And we're always looking. So. You can also leave reviews on the podcast app at Colt Film and Review. You can follow Kyle Smith at. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram, Colt Film underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at. Colt Film underscore Chris on Instagram. I almost felt like I died on that one. You can follow my guy at Mike Salustio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram. That's our show for this week. Guys, remember, if you're going to join a cult, make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next week. Hey. <laughs>